business success usually comes to those who are too busy to be looking for it. Join RVK for the award-winning RV on Business Show every Tuesday at 12 midday. It's not about thinking out of the box. There is no box. Only on 101.9 High FM. Welcome to 101.9 High FM. This is the Avion Money Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Today we have a really special guest. The first thing I need to do is to apologize for our guest because we were meant to meet, I think, two weeks ago, and that somehow never happened. But if you're somebody who's thinking of starting a business, if you're thinking of going to a business that's already quite saturated, and if you're thinking that you don't have capital, you don't have space, then this is the interview that you need to listen to because it's not often that someone starts a business literally from their bedroom with a laptop and builds it into a sustainable business that employs people full-time, that has corporate and government clients. And this is a business that is a constant business. It's high volume, low margin. And I'm talking about CRM Enterprises, and it's great to welcome Connie, Connie, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Avi. What a wonderful intro. Thank you. Fantastic. Connie, I always get really excited when I hear stories like this. And, uh, you know, not someone starting a business with unlimited capital and connections and resources. You know, the days of just being connected simply because you're a South African of color, um, number one, I think, was a fallacy to start with. And number two has come and gone. Today, to survive in the South African business, you need to go up against everybody else, especially those who are connected and do have a, a way of securing tenders that make it a lot more difficult for everybody else. But let's let's get on to the positive stuff. How did you start and when did you start CRM Enterprises? Um, so CRM Enterprise, I started it in 2018 on the 14th of November. You remember um, that? Yeah, no, I was born on the 3rd of November. So same, yeah, I have today. So how it started is, um, you know, I had talk of retrenchments in the, through the corridors, you know, how it goes. So I knew that there were retrenchment coming into the workplace where I used to work. Um, and because I like taking charge of my future and my destiny, I went to my boss. I said, you know what? I know this will be a difficult conversation for you to have with me. So let me make it, let me make it easy. I have opened a company and, uh, if I'll, I'm happy to go and I will go and start something of my own. Uh, but only if you promise me that you're going to support me. And, 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 and my boss was like, 100% I am going to support you. So what are you going to do? Um, I said, I'm going to buy, to sell promotional products and corporate gifts because I'm a marketing professional. I have 15 years of experience in marketing. So that was a no-brainer for me. So I said, that's where I'm going. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to need a laptop and I'm going to need my phone. So I had my web phone and my, my, my laptop that I used to work at work, to use at work. And my boss was like, okay then you can take your laptop and don't leave it so that you can start with. And and that's how I started. And he said, you know what? I'll even throw in a little desk in the mix. 
Um, and that's how I started. So I've got a desk, I've got a laptop, and I've got a phone from a, a previous employer. And he said to me, I'm only doing this if you're going to come and finish off the Christmas gifts at the end, in November for me to distribute, because I can't do that by myself. I said 100%. Um, and I went and I branded my T-shirt volunteer at the back of the shed. And that's what I wore when I went to go and finish up the project because I was now a volunteer. I was no longer, I was no longer employed. So yeah, that's how I started corner of my bedroom with a laptop and a, a small desk and I launched CRM Enterprise. Honey, before we go any further. You were almost sitting there in what we called a Mandela moment because you had a choice of how you walked into that office. You could have gone in there the way you did or what most people would have said is, I hear retrenchments are coming. I don't believe you're going to tell us about it. Next thing I'm going to be out on the street. I, I'm starting my own company. Give me my package and I'm out of here. And the, then if you ask for your cell phone and your laptop, the guy's going to laugh at you like, don't be silly, but the way you did it, not only did you get hardware and software, you got goodwill and you got your first client. Absolutely. They they were my very first client. And I'm t- I must tell you, they were very generous. So what I did when I started in the corner of my office, obviously now the, the work was starting to, it was papers all over. And my husband was getting stressed because now the, the bedroom has been taken over. So we had a single garage. Um, and this previous employer of mine, they have an enterprise development program that they have going on there. And they said to me, uh, what can we do to assist you further um, other than what we've started with? Because they saw that I'm launching and now I've, I've started operating. Um, and I said to them, we've got a single garage uh, that I would like to turn into a proper office space. So if you are able to assist me with that, just to convert it into a proper office space, that would be very, very helpful. And they did that. They gave us a grant and we renovated the office, the garage that used to be a single garage. And now it was a proper office space where I could, I could be able to trade from and get extra help because now the work was kind of getting a bit more. So that's how I started employing more people from that assistance that I got from them. That's incredible. It's just all about the way you approach things and the sense of positivity and confidence. When it comes to your suppliers that you went to, were those the same suppliers that you had built a relationship with over the years beforehand? Um, they, they were, but not, not entirely because in the pro- promotional industry space, we are all resellers. So we are called resellers of promotional products, but we all have our own um, we all have the same suppliers that we get from. So what happened with the suppliers that I had is that now I went to them, I said, now I'm no longer a client of yours, now I'm a colleague. So how do I start this thing? And there was a beautiful lady by the name of Sonia. Um, I don't know if I can mention her company name. Absolutely. She was very, she was very, very, very helpful in terms of orientating me into the space where I was entering into. She she held my hand, showed me the suppliers, showed me how to price this product. Um, she was she was really really helpful. So all the suppliers that I had, they became now colleagues in the industry. We all have the same WhatsApp group. We all have a Facebook group where we share ideas, where we share information, 
And it's a beautiful community that we are working off. You know, it just sounds like it should be a community where everybody is holding their cards very close to the chest. No one wants to share anything because it's very, very similar. And if you have a slight edge, you wouldn't want to share it. What's the advantage of sharing information like that where you could maybe get a sale and now you're going to risk sharing that sale? Sorry, with so many other people. No, you know what? Um, I think we, we, we all see each other. We don't see each other as, um, as a competition that this one is going to steal my customers or, or anything of such. And I, that's what I found that with, in many industries, you find that people like to, to keep information to themselves. No, the promotional industry is very united. Um, it's, it's, it's very united. And I saw it with COVID. You know, when COVID happened, we we're all, all over the place. No one knew what was going on. And we came together and that's when we formed this WhatsApp group and said, how do we support each other? And we started really working together. Uh, the ones that had the means to get um, the hygiene stuff, they got the hygiene stuff and they were selling with, they were selling to us as the colleagues. And it just, it's a united industry. I haven't seen jealousy. I have to be very honest. And uh, there is, there's never been one person who will say, no, I don't know that. Uh, if you go and you ask for something, they will tell you, I'm not sure, let me ask for you. And that's how we, that's how we do it. That's how we work. It's just phenomenal because it's, it's an industry that we all use all the time without even knowing it. Every time you buy a water bottle, every time you buy a bag, it's all promotional. It's all got labeled by someone and someone had to do that. Connie, let's, let's get on to the, maybe the meat of the issue. And that is, a being a woman in the business place and and getting big contracts is 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 that a challenge? Do you feel that if you were not a lady, it would be easier, or how do you see that as a business challenge? Um, look, I look I look at myself as an entrepreneur. Um, it's I am if I need to bulldoze through the doors, I will bulldoze through the door. If I have to, if I have to humble myself, I will humble myself. So it's, it, I think because of the nature of the industry, like what you just said now, that, um, uh, that a, a promotional product is a promotional product. So it's all the same. So it's, you never really get, um, any flag because you are a woman unless you are doing what that is substandard. Then that's what you're gonna, they're gonna, come onto you but as long as you are giving great service your product are of high quality there are no issues at all in terms of gender uh being a black businesswoman no not at all fantastic that's really heartening to hear what i want to talk to you about when we come back from the break is just about service because ultimately if all the product is sort of generic how do you just put the cherry on the top of service to make your service outstanding and something that people want to deal with rather than someone else. Craig, let's take a quick break. We'll be back in a moment. This is RV on Business. Connie, before uh, we went to the break, I asked you, what is service? Ultimately, a client places an order. You sit with them. You say you want uh, a thousand T-shirts with this logo on it. Cool. Um, it'll, I can deliver in 10 days. Uh, a driver arrives. 
in 10 days with the box and delivers it. Where does service become unique in that, in that environment? Um, for in the branding space, it's, it's, it's all about quick turnaround. Um, it's all about quick turnaround time. It's all about value for money. Um, you, you have to pay attention to what the customer says, um, in terms of their requirements. So for us, as you said, um, it's a, it's the same product everywhere. For us, we differentiate ourselves in our turnaround times. Um, my suppliers used to pull their heads in the beginning when I first started because they have never seen someone chase them so much. So when, if I tell you that I'm going to deliver in five days, I, what I mean is that I'm going to deliver in three days because I just believe that anything is possible. So just because we're saying standard turnaround time is five days doesn't mean that it, is, it has to be five days. It, if it can be quicker, why not? So. Um, I make sure that our quick turnaround times, be it you getting a quotation from us, um, it's it's quick. You send your quotation request, you get it quickly. You order your stuff, you respond quickly to our approval process, we, we deliver quickly. Um, also with us is that in the promo industry, a lot of suppliers, they they work on minimum order quantities. So if you come here and say, ah, there is, Three of us in the studio and we like to have mugs with our branding on it or whatever um, branding requirement that you have. They'll say, sorry, unfortunately, our minimum order quantity is 50. So with us, they we don't have minimum order quantities. Uh, one, because we are a township business, we are, we are located in the township. So we serve a lot of small businesses that don't require a hundreds and thousands of products. So for us to capture that market, we had to make our minimum order quantities be one. So if you want one item, we can we can get it for you. Obviously, it will be more pricey than if it's a higher quantity, but clients understand that. So um, that's how we differentiate ourselves. I mean, we pay um, attention to detail because a smallest thing in branding can can mess up the whole order. So we make sure that we pay attention to even the smallest detail. Sometimes customers can feel like you're asking too many questions, but for us it's important because we must make sure that we approve of this thing before we, we go into production. So I would say our quick turnaround time, definitely our low minimum order quantities is what differentiate us in the space. And also the fact that we are a township business, which is a level one BBE, triple BE. So it's, uh, yeah, that's how we, we differentiate ourselves. You know, there's just so many things that I, I want to ask you, but let's start logically at the beginning. You're sitting here having this interview. Someone's decided that on Friday morning they've got an event and they want something. They sent you an email at 12.10. You've been speaking to me since then. Who's monitoring that? Who's watching that? Who's on top of that all the time? So um my team, we I, I have a team that monitors our WhatsApps, that monitors our social media. That's so we we all have access to the to the WhatsApp phone. And my rule is that there's no WhatsApp message that goes unanswered. And unanswered and it needs to be answered instantly because we are all online. Now now if you go into our WhatsApp, there is three people now that are, are watching the WhatsApp. So whoever picks it up first, they will respond to you. So we we have that monitored um, throughout the day. 
uh, our internet cafe closes at seven o'clock in the evening. So if you're sending something before seven, um, and they work, we work twenty four seven because uh, seven days a week. I mean to say, so if you send something at that time, someone is going to pick it up, and we're gonna respond to you as quickly as possible. So we all monitor it. I myself, I'm hundred percent employed <laughs> by the business. So I, I also, I'm also monitoring my emails all the time. I'm monitoring all the info emails all the time. Ronnie, you mentioned township business a few times. Clearly township business generates enough business for you to build a business on. You know, you've, you've got big corporate clients, you've got government clients also. Is it worthwhile messing around with, with township business? Or is that just a totally uninformed statement that I've just made? That that's that's actually where the business is at, I must tell you. Um, because in our the, the second leg of the business is the internet cafe where we do admin for small businesses. So during the COVID time, the CRM Connect is the one that sustained the branding business. So for me that is that is that is very important. And also because, uh, you know what, branding is a concept that is not in the township. So for us to be operating from this, we make it accessible and we also make it the information accessible to the people that are around us. Those who do not understand what this branding thing is about, they are able to come in through our offices and they can ask questions and they can see actually how do this branding come about. So um, we're not moving away from the township anytime soon because um we i i love working in the community as a township business we have to look around us and see where we can contribute because this is the business that has made us so it's 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 very important small businesses supporting one another um in from the township perspective there is a whole lot of business that we get from other small businesses in the township it's absolutely phenomenal. So it's a whole ecosystem within itself. Um, I was on your website just now, and I had a look at your staff um, there, and they all seem like young, excited people. One thing we know about South Africa is that client service is a challenge. To have young people coming in where they've got a body language that represents excitement, a will and a want to help, a, a sense of urgency to get something done. How do you instill that into the young people that you brought in, where maybe by default it would be a little bit more relaxed, easygoing, I'll get to it. And, uh, you know, how did you get that sense of professionalism and urgency into the psyche of your staff? Um, so I, I, I don't hire experience. I, I hire potential. Um, and someone who has potential is how they present themselves from when you, I invite them for interviews because my systems have been in place from day one, from the very same first, I mean, I sit down and I wrote our staff handbook before I even had one employee. So <laughs> I had my, the systems were there. I had the social media policy. I had the whole shebang of all the policies because I learned from where I used to work that this is how you run biz a business. So from day one, when they come through to the interview, when I employ you, I explain to you that I'm, I expect excellence. 
I, I do not compromise on that. And excellence for me, it means how you present yourself, how you dress for work. Uh, but also to note that, um, one of our, our vision of our, our, uh, what do you call it again? Values. Sorry. So one of our values is fun. So as much as we are professionals, we, we, we must have fun in the office. We must have fun in what we do. So when it's time to play, we play. When it's time to work, we work. So I, even if that shirt is a little bit uh, untucked in, I will remind you that please tuck in your shirt because for me, you have to present yourself as a professional. And I think they all have bought into it and everyone understand the importance of looking good when they come to work, the importance of how you talk to customers. When people come in, I don't care when they, if they come in to make a tour and copy. When they come in, you have to greet them. You have to, uh, to, to, to welcome them into the office space. So they, you know what, they, I'm, I'm very, very proud of the young team that I have because young as they are, they have bought into the vision one. They have bought into the excellence and they are giving it their best. They are giving it their very best. Because for me, um, you know, when they talk about youth unemployment, it can be depressing. Um, so I felt like I needed to do something. So I'm very passionate about young people. I'm very passionate about shaping their destinies. I mean, some of them came without even knowing how to use a computer and we taught them and now they are stars. They are shining. So for me, that's why I'm saying if there's potential, anything is possible. So that's how I, I approach, um, that kind of, um, that kind of recruitment. So Connie, um, somebody on the, on the SMS line wants to know, beside promotional gifts and the internet cafe that you have, are there any other businesses that you have that are allied to what you're currently doing? No. Um, I, I believe that you must, if to succeed in business, you must do something that you know and something that we are passionate about. So for now, we are focusing on what we know and what we, we understand. Uh, with the aim of growing it into uh, branding facilities. So we, what we're working towards is to build our own state of the art branding facility right here in the township where we'll do our in-house brand branding. We're going to have our showroom. We're going to have our own PPE shop where a person can walk in and just grab safety boots because they're rushing to site, you know, things like that. So we focused on that. The Internet Cafe is focused on admin for small businesses because we know small business people, most of them, they don't have the time to do their own admin. So we do their invoicing, we do their their quotations, we do their whatever admin work that they require, we do that. So at the moment, we are focused on that. No, that's so important. I've often seen incredible tradesmen do very, very expensive projects. And when we ask them for an invoice, they look at us and they say, well, I've, I've told you what it's going to cost. And we say, but we actually need a piece of paper with your name and maybe your ID number and an address. And they just look at us and, you know, it's, it's almost like you need to do it for them. So this is such an important thing. Um, Connie, the other thing that I keep thinking of is that you often see businesses that look like they're flourishing, doing very well, but the branding is just so poor. It almost looks like as an afterthought to guys, I'll take a paintbrush. It's all got the same sort of 1960s font and it, it looks very townshipy as opposed to saying, well, yes, we're in the township, but we are a professional business. 
How do you help those businesses? So um, with the advantage that we have um, of doing this business admin as well is that when they come in for admin purposes and most of them, they don't even understand when you start saying you need a company profile uh, or what, why do you need a logo? A logo is not something that you're going to change every day and all of that. So we take them through the branding process. You, we do a whole free consultation. We sit with them and said, um, this is, this is how your business can look. So this is what you need for you to start as a big, as a business. So we also created some packages for them where we'll do your logo, we'll do your letterhead, we'll do your signature, we'll do your business card, you know, whatever it is that they need in terms of branding. But the opportunity that we have to sit down with them and explain from beginning. And we have some businesses that we've been doing admin for them since we started. They don't have to know when their BE is expiring. They don't have to know when their CIPC annual returns are due because we do them for, we do that for them. So we, we make sure that it's our responsibility to check and say, please note next month, this will need to be renewed. And they, they do that. So we combine that with branding, how you present yourself, because it's important. I mean, first impressions, they last. So we explain to them why do you need this branding and why should it be like this and not like that? And why everything needs to be consistent? Because like you say, you can't see now the font today is different on Facebook. And when you go on Twitter, it's another font, but it's the same business. So we explain to them why it's important and why everything must have a CI guidelines. It's, it's, it's an opportunity that we have from the cafe side to pull them through to the branding side. And, and we have this beautiful marriage that we, we come up with. Tony, there's a, there's a well-known statistic, especially in South Africa, that the majority of businesses that could be successful fail because they do not understand tax regulation. And all of a sudden, they get hit with the tax bill and they just can't afford it and they get themselves into a whole lot of trouble. How do you guide clients about the responsibility of paying tax from profits at the very beginning? How do you set that mindset? Um, so, you know, um, I think most people, they just get scared from the beginning because when they hear SARS, they think SARS is about to take our money. And in most cases, SARS does not even take their money. So we, we, and we explain to them why, what are the different taxes, first of all, and why, when each tax type needs to be submitted and what is required and, and all of that. So we, we explain it from the beginning when they come, when we first consult with them to explain to them the importance one of being CIPC compliant because it's pointless if you have a business, but you're not complying with CIPC because they're just going to, it's going to get deregistered. So that, and also the taxes. We have our own in-house tax practitioner. So if they need more details or if they don't understand certain things, they get a consult with him and he explains why it is, why it is important. And at the end of the day, they kind of realize that actually SARS is not the enemy because they understand why do you have to, to, to submit your taxes and why do you have to be compliant, which is a non-negotiable in business. Absolutely. And coming back to the um, promotional gift business, when it comes to working with government, how do you deal with working with government? Because everybody's bugbear is payment. You can get the contracts all good and well, 
But to get the cash out of them is another story. How do you juggle that almost double-edged sword of desperately wanting those large orders because it's a volume, low-price business, and at the same time, every month that you don't get paid, that profit just keeps shrinking? Um, you you have to know who the key decision makers are in any entity that you are working with. You have to know who the who the key decision maker is, and also make sure that the 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 expectations are communicated beforehand. Um, so before you accept that purchase order, you have to agree on timelines. Um, for payment, you have to to agree on when the invoice should be sent, what should be included in the invoice, and all of that. So it's something that needs to be communicated before you even start with the project. And uh, fortunately for us, I must admit, we've not had any issues when it comes to being paid. Um, if it's 60 days, you go in there knowing that you're going to be paid in 60 days. If it's 30, you know you're going to be paid in 30. So um, it's just about knowing who make the decision and have the discussion with them before you, you even do that job that needs to be done. Fantastic. Colin, let's take a quick break. We're coming to the end of the interview, but we need to run to the shops. I'll be with you in a moment. This is RV on Business. Welcome back to 101.9 High FM. And on the line, we have Connie. Connie, I hope I pronounced your surname correctly. It's Matleo Jani, correct? That's correct. <laughs> Good. The founder and CEO of CRM Enterprises. Please go on the website, have a look at it. Just see the happy young faces, the sense of excitement within the company. And, um, you know, if you, if this is something that you need, there's a company, company for you to go to. Connie, we all think that your busy time is at the end of the year, December, Christmas parties, year end, gifts, dinner. What is it? What happens in your industry this time of the year going into winter? What's exciting now? Um, what's exciting now is your jackets, it's your scarves, it's your beanies, um, it's your mugs, it's your, your flasks, it's your coffee sets, uh, because that's, that's things that people use. And also we have all these special days. I mean, we're going into Mother's Day now. So a lot of orders that are coming out now, it's to celebrate Mother's Day. Uh, come June, we've got the Youth Day, we've got our Father's Day. So every month there's something that's happening in the, in the industry. So it's the promotional industry calendar is really, really packed. There is no moment. I mean, December, it just, it does get a bit hectic more than other times, but it's, it's busy throughout the year. That's really nice to hear. And just one question has come through. You obviously mentioned the word flask. Susan says, every time I get a promotional flask, it's absolute junk. How do I get a promotional flask that is good quality, the same hours as I would buy in a good camping store? Uh, so, you know what there is? Um, I think there's a thing about people not explaining properly when they are wanting promotional products. Uh, and also it goes with the budget that the client has. You get your entry-level flasks. You get your sort of okay flasks. And then you've got your high-end flasks. So it just depends on the on the request. But I can promise you they are very, very good quality flasks. Like very, very nice. There is, I mean, Alex Varga is our brand that is for high-end 
um, clients and they've got some very, very stunning flasks. So we have options. Good. Connie, sorry to cut you short. We've got so many questions that people have asked that I haven't even got to. How do people get hold of you? Um, so we are, we have our office line, which is 011-568-4593. Our email address is info at crmenterprise.co.za. Uh, I also have my personal email, which is Connie at Connie M at crmenterprise.co.za and also on our website. Fantastic. Connie, we've got less than 15 seconds to go. Thank you so much. Everything of the best. And if we can help in any way, please give me a call. Thanks, Craig, for pushing the button. We'll speak to you next week.